Welcome back to What the Fumble, where we are about to play our fourth and I would imagine the final episode of our playthrough of Keys from the Golden Vault, Merkmire Malevolence. I'm Justin. I'll be the DM for this adventure. As always, I'm joined by Adam Thane playing Brocky Mogulborn. Hello! David Wells playing Rod Stonegrip. You know it. Miles Wells with Mo Stone Grip. It was supposed to be non-lethal. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Olton playing Flintlock Mogulborn. Exactly to plan. The uncle in this dwarven family that does heists for a, a living. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, but speaking of Mo, yeah, like there's there's not many times in D&D where you don't want the nat 20, but you definitely got that undesirable nat 20. I was aiming for the knee. <laughs> I'm going to reach around and throw the first thing I see. Turns out it was a grenade. Yeah, clearly. Yikes. Oh, man. You murdered the captain. Captain of the guard, no less. I, she wouldn't let me go take a shit. <laughs> Maybe if Mo got his mind out of the gutter, he'd be able to shoot a little more accurately. <laughs> or just walk up a melee, and then this wouldn't have been a problem. I'm nah. a ranger and a pirate to that. What do you expect of me? Hey, honestly, <laughs> I'm like low-key happy, like glad that it happened, because now we ripped the Band-Aid off. Like... Well, it's kind of like every video game ever where it's like, stealth is optional, and no one ever takes a stealth option. We tried to take the stealth option. We gave it a good, you know, try. Now it's just weapons-free go-ham. We're going loud. Run and gun, boys. <laughs> the game was rigged from the start. We didn't have detect magic. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It made it Fair. a lot harder. It no. did make it a lot harder. Ah, well. There were places you could have went to, like, get a, a schedule and a... Uh, a map of where the alarms are. They were downstairs, though! It just didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there was a way to get back downstairs without setting off an alarm. Uh, anyway, that's how it goes. Yeah. That's how it goes. There was an attempt, at least. Yeah. And that's what counts, right? That's what always counts. So let's see how we can get ourselves out of this sticky wicket, as it were. Mm. And now we've chosen violence. Maybe it does make it... A little easier. I hear you, though. Like, I feel for you, Miles, because I think it was one of those moments that I feel like I would have done the same thing as you. It's one of those moments where you're like, ah, this enemy can take, like, a little bit of damage before it goes down. So I'm going to whittle some of that away. Yeah, what are the odds I get a nat 20 and <laughs> yeah. just one shot this creature? Level one, man. Deadly on both sides. True. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. It's not like you had a boxing glove attached at the end of that arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just DC Comics this. Oh, my Lord. Well, regardless, Captain Bikram is super duper dead. You are still in combat with... Let's see here. There's two guards in the mix, and you've heard some downstairs. Luckily, there's ball bearings all over the staircase, so that's fun. Yeah! Wait, is falling damage lethal? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and the most lethal. <laughs> Especially down a flight of stairs. <laughs> oh, God. Moe's going to have the longest kill list kill streak here. 
I'm calling any UAV boys. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Mechanically, though, uh, I think the way ball bearings work is it does say in the description that it has to be kind of like a flat surface for them to spread out in a in a small enough area that it's effective, you know? Uh, I think most of them go down this 30-foot staircase and kind of pile up towards the bottom. That's not to say they're not a problem. (laughs) But the problem is at the bottom of the stairs. So we're not going to just throw everyone down this? Okay, fine. Fine. You still could. Ooh. Get imaginative. Throw people down staircase. <laughs> <laughs> Throw Brocky at him. <laughs> Let's get back to it. You guys want to play D and D? Oh hell yeah! Yep. Oh yeah. We left off with Mo firing that arrow. Was that the end of Mo's turn? Do you remember? Um, no. Uh, Mo wanted to take his movement towards the um, uh, room with the Merkmeyer stone. Um, okay. So he's gonna go ahead and move. His full 25 feet, because he's got stubby little legs. Oh! <laughs> um, and move towards the uh, the Merck Meyerstone area, realizing that now that there's gray matter all over the walls, uh, time is probably of the essence. Guards are screaming, but you get yourself to... It looks like you can get about 10, no, 15 feet away from the door that leads into the gemstone wing, where the Merck Meyerstone is still on display... That's going to bring it to Flintlock Mogulborn, I believe. All right. Well, <clears throat> I look back at the gray splatter against the wall, and I sort of turn back to this little halfling I'm in combat with. Just like, staring at the dead body with horror in his eyes. <laughs> they said I could just hang out in the cafe. Yeah. Yeah, that is certainly an option that you had open to you, and I'm afraid that you have chosen poorly. Um, I'm going to drop my mace, pull out a dagger, and just bip him in the temple. You punch this little halfling in the head? Oh, yeah, just go to sleep. Go to, This is all going to be a bad dream. So non-lethal, I would imagine? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Taking away all my fun. Uh, 14 to hit. Unfortunately, 14 is not going to do it. He sees your fist coming and uh, ducks his little head down inside of his chain shirt. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Well, this is certainly awkward. Just walk away, son. Just walk away. Say that you fell asleep and didn't see nothing. This doesn't have to end poorly for you. I'll end my turn there. You know, give me a quick persuasion at the end of your turn? Why not? These always work great in, while trying to punch someone in the face. Ah, uh, 16. That's not too bad. You see this little halfling, he pokes his head back out from the chain shirt. And certainly contemplating it. You see the eyes dart back and forth from Captain Brick- Bickram's body and the door that leads out of this room. Yeah... Go make yourself a nice nightcap there, son. Go take a little. Sleep it off. Is that the end of Flintlock's turn? That is the end of Flintlock's turn. As a matter of fact, it's actually this halfling's turn. It's the guards up next. The halfling kind of puts his little hands up uh, in a submissive 
gesture and starts to like back away slowly. Sack of opportunity. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I'll I'll let him go and I'll. Smart choice. Smart choice. You see him back away through the doorway that uh, leads into the unearthed cafe. He gets about ten feet into the cafe and then turns so that his back is towards you and starts speeding up and just screaming, Help! You try to do nice things for people. Now I'm going to have to unalive that boy. (laughs) Unalive? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, in the northern hallway, there's a dwarven guard fighting a dwarven refrigerator (laughs) on small legs (laughs) named Brocky Mogulborn. (laughs) He just finished puking all over you, Brocky. Oh, right. He's going to try to take a jab at you with a spear. That's a 14 to hit. That is a miss. Spear goes wide, clinks up against the wall of this narrow hallway, and having just witnessed murder... (laughs) (laughs) Hey! Murder! This dwarf is going to step away from Brock and start running down the hallway. Would you like to take an opportunity to die? I'm going to try and do like one of those like kung fu chops just right to the shoulder and try and knock him out. Oh, nice. very nice. I'm imagining like Kirk or something from Star <laughs> Trek. The double hammer fist of doom! Uh, <laughs> but that was a two, so he gets to uh, he gets to run away. Tap him on the ass. <laughs> get, get her, kid. Yeah, there you go, sport. <laughs> Takes a jab, misses, but kind of uses the spear on the wall to push himself backwards and gets 25 feet away from you, Brock Mogulborn. Next up is going to be Rod Stone Grip. Rod, you start your turn hearing somebody trip on some ball bearings at the bottom of a staircase. Yay! (laughs) You're like, oh, don't move. Ah, Oh. Who put ball bearings here? <laughs> uh, maybe the same guy was going to put ball bearings at the top of the stairs. Because <laughs> I have ball bearings too. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. So what I'm going to do is I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna hold my action to put ball bearings at the top of the stairs, and the trigger is when Brocky gets behind me and is on the side closer to the gemstone wing. So that way he doesn't have to worry about going across the... Oh, uh, oh dear lord. <laughs> the ball bearings. Oh, Does Brocky have nice. ball bearings too? And Caltrops. Oh no. Just cover the entire staircase with Legos. Very, very nice. A good move. So some ball bearings readied. Ready to, you know, trigger this Home Alone style up at the top side of these stairs for when Brocky gets into a safe position on the closer to the gemstone wing. Very, very nice. That's going to bring it to top of the turn order. Brocky, it's your turn next. There is a dwarven guard running down the hallway, the hallway that you know kind of loops around into the unearthed cafe. There's Rod Stonegrip right behind you with an open bag of ball bearings. 
and of course a murder scene <laughs> a few feet to the south. Uh, Tyron, you for forcing me to not uh, kill your readied action because uh, I want to go knock out a dwarf. But instead, where that dwarf was... Oh, no. Well, I mean, a readied action can just be triggered at the... Like, right before the start of a next turn, right? Like, if your next turn comes up, you can just, like, activate the readied action if the things haven't... If the conditions haven't been met. Uh, either way, anyway, I mean... Sorry. I I think we can retcon either way and say that, you know, you're readying the ball bearings till you know that Brocky's gonna be good. Yeah. You like, know, till you get the thumbs up from Brocky. I also know I can... Oh, fuck it. He says, just drop... Just drop the fucking things. I'll find my own way around. Uh, Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. I'm gonna try and... You know what? I'm gonna try and grapple this dwarf. Uh-oh. Yeah, I ain't running from me, ya cocksucker. <laughs> Oh, and that's a natural 20 on my athletics check. Ooh, oh, thank for, God. For, for a 25, I know in Cinepa, he, he can use athletics or acrobatics, depending on his preference. What are you doing? You're running up I'm and... I'm running up to the dwarf, and I'm grabbing him. Tackling the running dwarf. There's no way I'm going to beat this. I'll give it a go, though. Nope. Not even close. I've got an eight. Perfect. You're not running from me now. <laughs> you dick. Jeez. And uh, that's basically all of my movements, and I will end my turn. Please don't kill me, you crazy bastards. I'm the one trying not to kill anybody. Uh, seeing Brocky run to grapple the dwarf, he's just going to go and just like, all right, fine. It just puts the ball bearings up at the top of the stair. <laughs> Good Lord. So ball bearings get released. Ball bearings released. That brings it to Mo Stone Grip the Murdering Dwarf. <laughs> Mo murders, Mo problems. <laughs> All right, listen. Just just because I've happened to accidentally some kind of captain doesn't mean I'm a bad person. I'm a pirate. I get it. I have to do some nasty things every once in a while. Speaking of nasty things, um, I'm going to go ahead, take my 15 feet of movement. Um, talk to me about this doorway. Um, so we saw when the Merkmeyer stone was taken off the pedestal, you know, we saw boom, like slam, like these big doors came through. Yeah. And it kind of came like out of the wall, pocket door style. Yeah. That's what you remember. Yeah. The door, the door to the gemstone wing. So Moe's going up to the, the door itself, like yeah, yeah, closing yeah. the gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he gets there, you can clearly tell it's been locked, but you maybe like jiggle the handle and you hear the faintest little click as the door seems to just unlock for Mo. <gasps> oh, because you're the one with the... The, 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 the pass the... card. Oh, that's also true. And that pile of giblets over on the wall there probably has like keys to everything because they're the captain of the guard I think we're I think we've solved it with murder <laughs> go Miles <laughs> sweet yeah alrighty so Mo realizing that um uh he sort of, you can see him sort of yank the pass card out of his out of his uh, you know like coat pocket or something and he, you can see him looking over to to Rod and to uh and to Flintlock and just be like Lads, I got it! I'll be right back! And he's just gonna dart into the, um, uh... 
into the room with the rest of his movement, which, once again, is only a piddly ten feet, but it does the job. Um, you do... Uh, you could use dash if you want to close the gap to the um, the stone. As he darts into the room, he still thinks better of it, though. Um, I could probably still use my action to dash, but as he's going through, he's going to sort of look at the door, look at where it slams shut, and just try and, like, slam the crowbar into the wall where the door would have come out, just to see if he can't, like, like prop it against it so that way it just doesn't slide out of the way. And then he's going to, if he's allowed, use the rest of his movement from a dash action to uh, get to the stone. Trying to jam it would probably be an action, though, yeah? Yeah, that's that's what I figure. Yeah, if you want to take a crowbar out and try to jam the door, that's definitely going to be... Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Action. Yeah, he'll, he's still going to try and jam the door anyway. Okay, very good. So you get inside the room, pull a, a crowbar out, and try to position it in a way that it'll jam the door if you get slammed shut in here. Yeah. Try to jam the door jam. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. Very good, most stone grip. That brings nope. it back to... That brings it back to Flintlock Mogulborn. Little halfling running off calling for help. Ooh. Well. Mmm. Is Flintlock gonna have to choke a bitch? Nope, nope, nope. We don't have to we don't have to kill everyone. He, like, eyes the two enchanted stones, like, floating on his palm. Nope. Uh, and he's going to run up to the uh, exploded remains of the captain of the guard. <laughs> uh, and do a quick, like, once-over of their possessions, particularly looking for, like, any key ring, pass card, anything that we've seen that will grant access to stuff. Because if good old Mo over here gets locked in, I want to have options to help him. Absolutely. Going to take an action to kind of properly search the body. But in the end, yeah, you find a set of keys, you find a pass card. Excellent. You find exactly what you were looking for. Oh, man. I'm amazing. (laughs) You find another copy of the guard schedule. I think you already had taken a little peek sees at that, thanks to Brocky's quick fingers in the in the gala, but yep, beautiful, beautiful. All right. Um. Well, looks like that's it for me. And uh, I think you have a little bit of movement left if you want to oh, use it. Well, fantastic. Right? You should still have. Yeah, I was. What, that like only took 15, fi- 20 feet away. Yeah, you were really close. All right. Cool. Um. Well, in that case, I will. Just uh, pass off the, I'll pass off the guard schedule to our resident uh, aggressively competent big brain over here, <laughs> and then I'll start making my way towards that Allosaurus uh, to be closer to that door jam, the jammed door jam, <laughs> and I'll end there. That's going to bring it back to all my guards. There's a dwarf grappled by a dwarf in the northern hallway. Let's start there. He's trying to kind of wrestle his way 
away from you, Brocky. Let go of me! You're just going to take that? I get a 17 on a uh, athletics. To escape? Yeah. I get a 17 on athletics. Oh. Oh. Um, Is it like AC, so he gets out? A tie is going to mean the situation remains the same, unfortunately. So he remains grappled. He's just struggling. Let me go! (laughs) I will in a second. Oh, no. Pick a good patch of floor for you. Kind of points to a corner down the hallway. He's like, I passed out there from too many walking beers once. That's a pretty good spot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what? Fair. Fair. <laughs> I like this one. Meanwhile, you hear the voice of the halfling who's continuing to run away. Like, help! Help! And pretty sure must have run into someone. He's like, up here! Come on! Come on! They murdered the captain! <sighs> Sounds like the halfling got some help. Meanwhile, at the staircase, Rod, you can clearly hear some voices from below. Two voices. They're arguing with each other. One's going like, just stop trying to run through them. (laughs) (laughs) Just take your time and it'll be fine. (laughs) And a few moments later, you hear... uh, someone hustling to get to the top of the staircase oh, gets no. right to the top oh, no. where there's more ball bears. <laughs> no! Just make a quick check. That's a six. That is a fail. So oh, gets to the top no. and just looks down and says, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> and with that, legs go up in the air and... One of the guards goes just tumbling down the stairs. A lot of... It's like when Homer falls down the cliff when he's oh, trying no. to oh, man. jump the gorge. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything I feared and hoped. That's going to bring it to Rod Stone Grip. I knew those ball bearings would come in handy. <laughs> um... I'm going to ignore the guards. I'm going to leave Brocky to his uh, his fight, and I'm going to go and help out Mo and reunite with Yieldy Brother and take my full movement towards the uh, gemstone room. Okay. And that should get me... Actually, you know what? I, I will actually dash okay, towards sure. the uh, Merkmire stone. If you dash, you can get to right inside the room. Yep, so I'm going to dash to get right inside the room. Okay. Anything else from Rod Stonegrip? Nope, that will be everything. Back to the top then. Brocky versus this dwarf who seems to also enjoy his walking beers. (laughs) You know what? I respect you. Uh, So I'm not going to make this hurt too much. Uh, So as part of my fighting style, the unarmed fighting style... At the start of each of my turns, I can deal 1d4 bludgeoning damage to one creature grappled by me. Ooh. Oh, no. Just default damage. Yeah, just default damage if I'm grappling. Now, a grapple is a special melee attack. This is part of the unarmed fighting melee as part of it. Knowing what went on earlier, 
are you going to consider this non-lethal? Oh. Effectively, I'm putting him in a sleeper hold. I'm just imagining if he doesn't, it's like, okay, I'm going to try to choke him out. Suddenly, <laughs> you pull out a dagger and stab him in the eye. Just crack his neck a little. <laughs> I like the, the sleeper hold analogy. Uh, yeah, sure, let's go for it. I'll, I'll say it can be non-lethal. Perfect. So 1d4 just happens to him. And that's a three. You can see he almost goes out like... One eye stops being committed to. <laughs> he's so close. You know when you get so drunk that you look out one yeah. eye? That's where he's at right <laughs> That's now. That's where this guy's at. Oh, he, oh. Looks, he looks like Rod. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Joke slam him. Come on now. Think of busty and bearded women. And I'm going to headbutt him. <laughs> For non-lethal. Oh, no. That's a miss. Oh, there's so much... There's so much noggin here. <laughs> just skull on skull. Um, but I can, with grappled as part of my movement, drag him half his speed, so I am going to try and push him towards that corner he wants to pass out in. <laughs> That's nice of you. So, yeah. If All I, right, let's go for a walk. If both of us can go uh, 10 feet to the left towards that corner, that'd be great. <laughs> Once he realizes you're kind of carrying over to that corner, like he'll stop contesting. You can take a photo. <laughs> oh, all right, that's all right. <laughs> He's going to help you get there. There we go. That's oh, okay. It's been right in the corner. I'll end my turn right there. This started off with Solid Snake slowly dragging the guard, and then it just turned into just, okay, just, just come with me. Like a three legged race. Anything else from Brocky? I'm just going to whisper shh, 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 and start singing him a little dwarven lullaby and end my turn. <laughs> Mo, you've got the Merkmire Stone within sight. You're inside the Gemstone Wing. You've thrown a crowbar in between the door in hopes of uh, stopping that whole thing. Yeah. What's next? So Mo's going to sort of, you know, make his way over to the stone and... As he approaches it carefully, sort of Indiana Jones, his hands reach out, wiggles them, cracks his neck. All righty, Rod. Here we go. And he's going to grab it and then immediately turn tail towards the door that he j tried to jam. You pick up the Merkmire stone. Immediately, lights start to flash. Another alarm goes off that... This whole time, like, the alarm that you guys triggered at the top of this staircase, like, it's been going off this entire time. Another one starts up. Oh, no, and they're probably out of sync, too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's God. It's as painful as it can possibly be. Can I go back and try and sync them? <laughs> <laughs> Just time it with the beeps? Give me a sleight of hand. Uh, yes, yes, okay. Just for our sanity. Oh Natural my god! 20. Oh, it's perfectly in sync. We are master thieves. We are professional burglars, thank you. It is perfection. Those of you who are still out next to the Allosaurus don't even realize he's picked the stone up. You're just like, oh, the initial alarm just got louder. That's odd. Ooh, it's harmonizing now. Ooh, how pretty. But Mo, lights flash, alarm volume goes up. Every door in here slams shut. The one with the crowbar in it kind of like struggles for a minute to close, but then the crowbar with a clink just goes flying up and smashes into the ceiling and falls to the floor harmlessly. 
You are locked in this room with your brother Rod, stone in hand. Still have five feet of movement, I think. Um, I think so. Uh, I'm just going to sort of, you know, step back into the middle of the room and look over at, at uh, Rod. Rod, listen, I tried my best. You're the smart one. Open the damn door. <laughs> Rod, Rod looks looks over the door. Yeah, I'm, I'll try. <laughs> this door speaks to me. <laughs> the only thing better would be a window. <laughs> Is there anything else Mo um, can do? Not unless... Like, he's already done his object interaction, so no, I'm, uh, not unless you would uh, permit me to dash towards the door. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Cool. So, yeah, he's going to take his action to dash. Okay. So he's right next to his brother, and he'll look at, at Rod, and he'll be like, Rod, do you know what I think you need? I think you need more rods. <laughs> and then he's going to haul out um, uh, like links of chain and basically just dump his dump his entire bag and just be like, figure it out. I don't know. I'll help you. <laughs> more rods. I like it. I like it. What's really embarrassing, though, is that uh, after you dump everything out on the floor... Uh, you find yourself within five feet of the door that's secured shut, and you have a pass card, and it just clicks and opens right up. <laughs> <laughs> you I, figured it out, Rod. You're so efficient. <laughs> I, I just imagine that Mo just sort of, you know, dumps out his bag, and I, I imagine that he makes eye contact with his brother, and then the door opens, and they both do that slow pan to the door, and then it's just like... Oh, shite. <laughs> oh, I'm picking it up. <laughs> Flintlock Mogulborn, what do you do? Oh, them boys. Couple of mole rods. Um, <laughs> hey, you didn't see any of that. <laughs> oh, please, everybody heard that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're making an escape through the roof, yeah? Yeah. Ah, fantastic. Well, in that case... You two are the important ones, so uh, I'm going to head back to the entrance to the um, that there cafeteria and uh, just hold my action with a couple of my spinning stones. So if I see anyone who ain't that little halfling boy, one of those going right through its forehead. Oh, very nice. Hold an action right there outside of the Unearthed Cafe to see if reinforcements show up. Mm-hmm. We got it on lockdown. You boys get out of here. That's going to bring it back to <laughs> the dwarven struggle in the <laughs> northern hallway. <laughs> Is it even a struggle anymore? I feel, I feel like they're just hugging. I feel like they're just going to bed down together. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> hey, Brocky, I hope you brought them grappling beers. We're already making holiday plans. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to try to contest. He gets a 15. On an athletics check. He beats me by one. Oh! Once he is within five feet of his familiar passing out spot, <laughs> he just uh, he just pushes you out of the way, Brocky, and uses the rest of his turn, his movement, to just go sit in the corner. <laughs> uh, and he's going to close his eyes. <laughs> and he looks at you 
and says, if you've got any passing out beers, I'd appreciate one. <laughs> I've got my word, I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut. Just don't kill me. <laughs> also, maybe a couple forgetting beers. That would be nice. Brocky, do you need the bag of holding or you got that covered with that keg backpack? Meanwhile, around the corner, a half-elf guard comes running and enters your sight. Well, here I go killing again. <laughs> Mo's ears just start to burn. <laughs> I taught Mo too well. And... Chuck that stone. Uh, it might not be enough. Um, 13 to hit. It is not enough. The little magic stone clinks off of the chain shirt the guard is wearing under their uniform. It is enough to, like, kind of spook the guard and stop them dead in their tracks. Just like, oh, shit, they're using deadly fire. Get behind (laughs) cover. And just kind of, like, kind of stops and is, is planning their next move while hunkered down behind one of the tables in the unearthed cafe. Suppressing fire! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It works. Rod, what do you do? Becomes clear that the pass card Mo has is all you need to get out of this room. Uh, after having that embarrassing moment, you know, we're about to try and figure out opening this door, Rod's is going to look to Mo. Uh, I'll just stick close to you and let's just walk out of here. I mean, can you at least take some of my shit? I I, I need help cleaning this up. That's, that's our calling card. Just a bunch of sticks. <laughs> like I got rope and chain and pitons and hammers. Like like I can just take something. Just take a handful. Just take a handful. Yeah, I'll just gra- I'll just use my action to clean up. My <laughs> God, this stuff. My God, we were robbed by a general store. <laughs> at least take the rope. <laughs> yeah, that silk rope's expensive. <laughs> I will pick up the silk rope as object interaction and uh, just, I don't know the distance of like the Bluetooth range of this pass card of this fob. <laughs> Seems so, to be five feet after the, I mean, the door is unlocked. You just go through. Yeah. So I'm going to go through, I, I'm going to pick up the silk rope and go through. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's He's within five feet of the door. So it's unlocked. You go through the door after picking up as many of the mole rods as <laughs> as you can with your action, just mumbling, just like we need a new catchphrase, <laughs> or at least new execution for our catchphrase. Should really just rethink this entire profession of ours. <laughs> Someone died tonight. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> usually fish. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to walk 25 feet, then go through the door and start making my way to the actual attic. Start hoving it towards the attic. Brock, this uh. dwarf, looks like all he needs is a slap across the face, and that'll be it for him. Uh. A couple forgetting beers. <laughs> Object interaction. I'm going to take some alcohol out of my pocket, uh, drop it for free. Give him a little wink, and I'm going to start walking away. <laughs> See if he takes any swing at me. 
I just think it's so cute that you think you have just pocket beer. Like, I imagine Napoleon Dynamite with tater tots, but Dude, instead it's just, you know. Have you been listening to <laughs> any of this podcast? We had hours. There's so much inventory. There's gold. There's time. There's pocket beers. Dude, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. If we have scheming beers, walking beers, climbing beers, and hiding See, beers. Flint has that. <laughs> well, where do you think I store it? I have 10 strength. <laughs> I, yeah, 17. Yeah. So, so you aren't just a fridge in description. Yeah, that's it. No. <laughs> Double it up. There Brock you go. is the backpack. As you walk away, you hear the clinking of the forgetting beers and just the dwarven murmur. He's like, ah, sweet, merciful gods. <laughs> Drinks his beers and passes out in the corner. <laughs> Gonna leave him there to his own demise. Uh, well, then that gets me 25 feet down the hallway, and to catch back up, I'm going to start dashing to almost right there. I'm gonna go, ooh, Caltra, oh wait, ball batterings, let's hit the brakes. Then I'm gonna go five feet to the south, and then I will be just around the top of the stairs. Sure, so you start booking it towards the attic and uh, put yourself in a position where you can kind of see where Flintlock is putting down some suppressing fire. Throwing some magic rocks around the corner, I think that's such a cool... Cool image. Mo, that brings it back to you. Stone in hand, pass card in hand, Mo rods cleaned up. <laughs> what now? To the attic? Yeah, uh, definitely to the attic. Um, Mo is realizing that he dumped all of his possessions in the middle of the floor, um, thinking that he was going to have to find some way out of this house out of this house, out of this room uh, with his brother, he's just going to quickly object interaction, grab the block and tackle that's on the floor. Um, the block and tackle. Um, and then he's going to take his full movement uh, dash uh, towards the attic. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. And he gets just around the corner by one of the privies there. Very nice. So you start booking it as well. Your last chance to leave a stink bomb, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Flintlock, you kind of look over your shoulder. You can see you guys have acquired the Merkmeyer Stone. Two of you have pass cards. You can see kind of, you know, Brock's at the corner, gives you the thumbs up, put together that the Dwarven Guard is taken care of in one way or another. Fantastic. Uh, well, in that case, what looks valuable around here? Oh, man. Oh, fuck. What doesn't? How far do you want to go? I mean, you remember the archaeology display that is... Uh, there was a back door to that display through the gemstone wing, if you remember, right? There were some fancy looking weapons in there. There's all the the tills behind the gift shop registers. Maybe some fancy schmancy stuff in the curator's office. Hmm. Alright, so let me rephrase that. What's, uh... What is the most valuable part of the display I'm taking cover behind while laying down suppressing fire. <laughs> fair. <laughs> Very fair. I wouldn't say there's a little glass case with uh, it's just like a little uh, fossilized creature. The horn of some fossilized creature oh. is in the uh, display case. You could smash and grab if you want. 
Fantastic. Little souvenir of the world's first drinking horn. Mm. Uh, <laughs> listen, I have my priorities straight, okay? Um, yeah, I am going to just take my, uh, just take the last little magic stone, just like ping it through the glass and snag the uh, the little fossilized doohickey and uh, and just start backing away. Bonus action. Another handful of gravel starts spinning around my head. Um, just just like backing away my uh, just 25 feet. Um, just keeping an eye on any entrances that guards could come through. Very nice. Sure. Making sure my boys get out first. A quick smash and grab, and you kind of keep, essentially keep the gun pointed at the doorway just in case. Oh, yeah. I pull out a crossbow as well. I don't intend to use it, but, you know. <laughs> That's fair. I get the image that you smash and grab, and you're like, this doesn't belong in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> just anti-Indiana Jones. Basically, yeah. Hell yeah. So the intention here is now for everyone to start hightailing it towards the attic, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's going to bring it to my guards, who at this point I don't think are going to be much of a problem. You can all look behind you way down the hall. You see the Dwarven Guard is already six seconds <laughs> later is surrounded by empty beers yeah! and passed out in a puddle of his own vomit which is all throughout his beard you know I take a moment to nod in respect took him six seconds it's impressive meanwhile you can kind of hear the uh, the halfling and the backup guard slowly like test the threshold you know make their way through the threshold and they stop at Captain Bikram's body and uh, see if there's any means of helping her there's not but they kind of stop and it's like just staring at a train wreck they just can't take their eyes off for a moment it's long enough that it buys you folks enough time there's complete hilarity ensuing on the staircase <laughs> right now. Trying. It's just like a hamster wheel of oh guards God. running up and falling back down. <laughs> you guys make it to the attic. If I remember right, you already have your boxes all set up and ready for escape. Mm-hmm. Let's all make just a quick little acrobatics or athletics to see if you can get your way onto the roof without taking a bit of falling damage. Athletics. Oh, fuck. I got a four. Yeesh. All right, acrobatics. I do some backflips. Ah, uh, 11. Athletics, 17. Well, I fell the first time. I fell in the second as well, eight. <laughs> well, you're nothing and not consistent there, Mobrod. Those of you who got under a 12... Oh, come on! <laughs> you take one point of falling damage, which I don't think is nearly enough to knock anybody unconscious or, or do any yeah. damage that needs time to recover from, really. You guys get your boxes stacked up again. You make your way to the roof successfully. You can hear the alarms start getting turned off as you guys make your way down your 
ropes and grappling hooks that I'm pretty sure you all... Someone's got a grappling hook, oh, right? We, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. You told us it was going to be a heist, Justin. I think yeah, we all absolutely. have two. <laughs> you can hear... You know, things are still a panic inside, but alarms start getting shut off and they start taking maybe a more tactical approach. You guys make it back to Dr. Donnell with plenty of time to spare. Didn't have to wait for guards to finish the rounds or anything like that. I just shot everybody (laughs) and took the stone. (laughs) <laughs> it was just the captain, just the just the important one. Are we the baddies? <laughs> but you do get the Merkmeyer stone successfully to the doctor, which is I'm, I'm assuming you, is what you want to do. Maybe I shouldn't assume that. Well, we would have got there super fast. I have a feature that says uh, it's city secrets at being an urchin, so we can go twice our speed uh, zipping through the city. So these guards are long behind. Very nice. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. think, I think we that have, is the plan, though. We have time to hit the pub before going and delivering the Merck Meyer Stone. Pre-victory beers. Yes, thank you. Post-victory beers. Um, and we don't pay for them because I have a feature called Bad Reputation where I can actually get away with minor offenses, <gasps> such as not paying for beers. Like dining and dashing? Exactly. <laughs> what about murder? That <laughs> <laughs> was just a knife here. It's fine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Racism, not a minor offense. <laughs> Neither is murder. As a bartender, the dining dash is the most egregious, <laughs> egregious of everything you've done tonight. <laughs> or was the captain an elf? I can't remember. I don't think it was. I think it was a human. You know what? I think I'm going to let Mo think that he intimidated the bartender. I'm just going to slip him a couple of gold for his troubles. Because <laughs> the go. one thing I bring to the team is cash. <laughs> I don't do much else, but I have cash and shiny rocks. There you go. Very nice. So after some some uh, post-heist beers, you restock on your walking beers and make your way to the pub where Dr. Donnell is in. <laughs> where you order, order around some, there, too. Order some more beers. Give her the Merkmeyer Stone, which she immediately encases... In that glass box, she did get it fixed while you were out. She looks at you and says, Oh, thank you so much. You have no idea how many lives you've saved. Everything went well, I assume. No Uh, one knows you were there. (laughs) Only minus one life. (laughs) Well. They they knew the Muggleborns and the whatever your last names were. Stone Grip. The Muggleborns and the Stone Grips were there. And then I just wink to the rest of the party and like we're gonna have to come up with new identities for the next heist though yeah bogleborn there <laughs> nice. we go very nice i like it so it kind of ends with the doctor asking how everything went and you guys giving her the whole like you know pull your shirt collar out a little bit with your yeah. finger and yeah well Everybody except Mo. Mo just goes acceptable casualties. <laughs> I murdered someone tonight <laughs> for the greater good. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, the do good at any cost doesn't. Uh, you know, I think it's supposed to come out of your own pocket, not theirs. I, I, listen, I, she should have not shown me her head. <laughs> I was aiming for the knee. She just showed me her head, and that's where it went. So was, mm. <laughs> it was her fault. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. He was asking for it. <laughs> we vi- we victim blame here. Yeah, she shouldn't have been running her mouth. 
Or her legs. She wouldn't let me shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. Never get between Mo and a turlet. I'll tell you what. Man, without a clear purpose, this table will degrade very, very quickly. It's all downhill if we keep the mics on from here, boys. <laughs> so I think we get to call it a night. That was the last episode of Merkmeyer Malevolence, Keys to the Golden Vault. If you like what you heard, check us out on Patreon, all the social media places, Listen to the main campaign on whatever listening device you prefer. And keep an eye out till the next heist starts up. It went so well. We're going to get so many jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, my friends. 